It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. It's Simon Marcel. The accent is French. And just so you know, I'm at home uh, with uh, my loyal companion, the teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, who is in front of me, always smiling and always supporting. So uh, I posted actually a picture of Mr. Lewis on my website, therendezvousshow.com. He's a very popular partner of the show. Uh, so check him out, and you can comment on Mr. Lewis and his outfit. Now, I want to invite you to participate. I'm building up what I call the Rendezvous Library of Love. And the reason is, I think, I realized that there are many love stories untold. Uh, stories that I was never told from your parents, your grandparents, from you. And I would like uh, my show to contain as many love stories as possible. So if you have one you want to tell and just write, just email me at therendezvousshow.com and we'll post it and everybody can read and feel better about it. It's inspirational. If you have any questions, 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amaya. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So I understand you have a crush on your neighbor. What's going on? I do. I live next door to this guy. Um, we live in the same apartment complex, so we, we share the same hallway. And he's just the sweetest, like nicest, funniest guy. And we've been spending a lot of time together just, you know, as friends. But um, mm-hmm. I really want to take things to the next level, but I don't know how to tell him because I don't want to make it weird if he doesn't feel the same and we have to see each other all the time because we live next door. Sure. So do you think, in your intuition, he likes you? That's what's so hard is that I know he likes spending time with me. Like, he'll invite me over and we'll watch movies. But it's just, it seems more like friends. I don't know if it's like a romantic sort of like. I see. Do you know if he has a girlfriend? I don't think that he does. You've got to ask him. At one point, very casually, he said, uh, when was the last time you were dating somebody? And when you say that, it's not like, are you dating somebody now? But it's going to open up the room for maybe he's dating somebody now. So don't ask, are you dating somebody now? That would be too direct. Just say, when was the last time you were dating somebody? What, what? And open up, okay? And then you'll see what he says. Okay. Number one. Once you know he's single, if he is, then a couple of days later, you physically, you know, touch his arm. A very subtle touch will be the signal. Because I'm a guy, and I know how it works. When a woman looks at me a little longer than usual, straight in my eyes and smile, and I feel her hand touching my arm or my wrist or my hand just for two seconds, that is the signal. We all know, all of us men, or at least should know, that when a woman likes us, she stares at us a little longer, smile more than usual, and we'll do a subtle touch on a forearm or, you know, something like that, okay? Okay. And if after all this, he doesn't understand that you're interested, you can do the final option. When it's time to uh, say goodnight, you get your face a little closer to him. And then if he doesn't lean in and kiss you, then really, then you didn't have a shot. Yeah. Well, then at least I'd have a really good friend, I suppose. <laughs> exactly. Without ruining the friendship. All of this gives you the options to get to the next stage. But if he doesn't react, none of this will be uncomfortable because you can then never do it again. And you'll be fine. 
Yeah, I like that. Thank you. All right, Amaya. Thank you so much for your call and good luck to you. Thank you so much, Simon. I just got this very interesting question through a Facebook message from someone who needs my help to deal with her boyfriend who's driving her crazy doing one thing and one thing only all day long. So let's get to her Facebook message next. I just received a very interesting Facebook message from Carrie at The Rendezvous Show. She goes, Bonjour Simon, I need your help. All my boyfriend wants to do is to watch the news and tell me all about those crazy things going on in the world right now 24-7. It makes me so anxious. I've told him that I want to hear about it all day long, that I need to stop and relax, but he still insists in doing it. How can I make my boyfriend stop? Well, that's a good question. How do you tell your boyfriend to stop talking about the news with you all day long? I'm going to tell you that next. What would you do if your partner only wanted to watch the news 24-7 and share with you, you know, every crazy things about the situation we're in, and I mean all day long, and that makes you anxious? And you told him you don't want to hear about this, but he says you need to know, everybody needs to know what's going on. You understand, but it's too much. How can you make your partner stop talking about the news and all the drama all day long? You just tell him, listen, I don't want to hear it. Don't feel bad. I don't want to hear the news all day long either. I think that it's passive-aggressive from him to insist on telling you about it. Tell him, listen, talk to a friend about it. I don't want to hear about it all day long. It makes me anxious. Watch the news. Talk about the news with your friends on social media. But I want to talk about life not just the news. And you've got to be strong about this because you guys live together. He has a right to watch the news and talk about it. You have the right not to talk about it or hear it and to live your life. It's called cohabitation. And for that, it's called compromise. Thank you so much for your email, your calls, and your questions are next. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Erika. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Erika. So I understand there's a little issue between you and your boyfriend these days. What's going on? Yeah, well, we both work from home usually, and um, things are just, I feel like he's basically just trying to avoid me. Um, usually we work in the same room. We're both on our computers, and we interact, and we laugh, and we play, and, you know, make work a little bit more enjoyable because we're around each other. Right. As of lately, I feel like he's been changing his schedule, like sleeping in later and staying up working late. And um, also he's been playing these silly games on the computer, these Zoom and house parties. And I feel like he's spending more time with the computer and the people inside of it now rather than me. And I just don't know what to do about it. So let's go to your intuition, Erika. In your intuition, do you think that all of this is some shenanigans that he has in mind or do you think it's innocent? I actually think it's really innocent. I know he cares about me and I care about him. I mean, if, to me, honestly, my feeling I have is he might, like, have a little crush on somebody. There's some kind of excitement, but he would never do anything. Or I think it's the only excitement he has right now that's different than me. <laughs> I see. So, I, I'm, yeah, I, I love you, the level of maturity so, and honesty. So I think what you could do is maybe surprise him, and then you guys can do it. You know, he can do it after that. You can do a special romantic dinner, dress up. Uh, do things, get romantic, because, you know, I think that um, Zoom and other things is, is kind of the window outside your house on the world and also to connect with friends and colleagues at work. So 
we still have to be romantic. So if you could do that, you know, have one dinner a week or every two weeks that is super romantic, fun, where the food is good, a little wine, and then a little ooh-la-la, it's always good. Nice. That's a good one. I was actually thinking about putting on some lingerie and then calling him from the other room. <laughs> yeah, we are certainly like that. that. That's a great idea. So trust me, then he won't be interested in any zooming on anyone except you. So uh, I think it's a great strategy. Everybody has to use, you know, uh, a little romance these days. So Erika, that's the way to go. Uh, thank you so much for your call and good luck to both of you. Oh, thank you for your advice, Simon. I really appreciate it. You're welcome and bonsoir. Bonsoir. When you're in a relationship with someone and you feel they're a little bit distant, when is it time to talk about it and when is it time to let it go? Let's talk about that. Have you ever been in a relationship where at one point you felt your partner was putting a little distance, was not as focused on you, was not, you know, it was like spending more time on, you know, watching movies, video games, the news, uh, music, whatever, and then you felt like, you know, kind of left behind uh, and then you wonder should I talk about it and should I not talk about it so when is it time to talk about it when your feelings are hurt when your intuition rings red flag then you should not keep that unspoken and you should definitely address it and talk about what's going on because sometimes you know we ignore a partner because we just don't want to talk about one thing or we're upset at her or at him so then it's great time to talk about it and then when is it time to let it go when that happens? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. If you're in an exclusive relationship, things are going well, but you feel at one point that your partner is kind of not giving you enough attention, that you know, uh, your partner is you know, watching too much movies, video games, or uh, cooking, whatever it is, and you feel something is off, but you're not sure, and you think, oh, maybe this partner is thinking for another person, are they... You know, do I need to investigate? Should I snoop and all of this? So when is it time to actually let it go? When your intuition rings green and it's only anxiety, let it go. Your intuition is your guide about whether you should really address something or you're just being paranoid and you exaggerate something because you're upset about something else in your life, you're lonely or you feel left behind. Truth is, we can't be on all the time together. So there's times I'm going to be less focused on you. Sometimes you'll be less focused on me. So that's when you realize, I'll let it go this time. No biggie. You calls and you questions are next. If you feel the romantic spirit is in you tonight and you want to reach out and share your story, call me 855-905-8255. I need that tonight on the rendezvous. Uh, Holly, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Holly. So, I understand that you have a romantic story you want to share with me, and you know I am all ears. <laughs> well, uh, mine, it was that I got a wrong text from somebody. They, they were texting uh, a friend um, about meeting uh, to go to a baseball game, and huh. instead of just saying, oh, wrong number, I, I gave a silly reply, and, and they replied back, and we were... I mean, it was clear it was a wrong number, but we were basically just sending silly messages back and forth, and he thought it was funny, so he ended up asking me to go to the game with him instead of his friend, and oh. uh, we've actually been together for two years now. Oh, wow. 
I d- yeah. This is a very unique story, right? I mean, it's like this is the, the this is the universe in action. It was. It was. It was fate that that um, oh you know that I happened to get that number. And I mean, I don't even like baseball, but I had a great time that night. So, <laughs> listen, I love that story because you know sometimes people. I mean, signs like this where people might listen to your story and understand that sometimes it's not always the same way everything everything starts and this is a, like a twisted start like an unpredictable start yet it worked for you guys and you've been together uh, happily for two years we have yes wonderful I still Listen, don't like baseball but I like him so it's fine but th- that's what matters more importantly than baseball is that you like him baseball you know he can even go without you but you can't go without him and you can't go without you when it comes to love. So that's the beauty. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that story, Holly. You, you made my evening. Oh, thank you, Simon. You're most welcome and have a good night, Holly. Good night, Simon. I got to change gears to help somebody that just sent me a Twitter DM with a, a question that I think many of you will relate to when it comes to romantic time together with your partner. So stay with me. That question is coming up next. I just received this Twitter DM at Ronnie Radio from Anastasia who says, Bonjour Simon, please help me. I am sick of faking it during the ooh la la with my boyfriend. And I've been doing it for three years and now I don't know how to stop this. Should I tell him or not? What should I do? Please advise. Um, yeah, that's a very important question. Uh, what should you do if you've been faking it for years and you don't want to fake it anymore? I'm going to answer that question next. Stay with me. What should you do if, for years now, you've been faking during the ooh-la-la with your partner and um, you want to stop, but you don't know if you should, you don't know if you should tell your partner you've been faking, and really, what should you do? And that's the Twitter DM Anastasia sent me at Rendezvous Radio. My advice is very simple. It's not about your partner so much. He is who he is. He does what he does. It's about you. You've got to ask yourself, why do I feel obligated to fake it during the ooh from the beginning? Do I not like it? Am I uncomfortable? Am I not enjoying it? Because your partner doesn't know what you feel, right? If he knows what you tell him or what you express. So I would like you to question yourself of why you do this. What do you expect out of this? And if you change this, will you be uncomfortable? Will you be happier? It's all about you, not about your partner. It's you have to decide if you can betray yourself or not and what's more important to you. And if you want to change it, you should absolutely do it. Don't blame your partner. Just change it and everything will go fine. You calls and your questions are next. If you have a question about your relationship, call The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sergio. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So uh, I understand you and your wife seems to have a little issue about working out. What's going on? Uh, yeah. So um, we used to go to the gym together a lot, but it, of course our, our our gym is closed, and um, you know, so we were working at home. Uh, yep. But I'm still working out. You know, I'm still running like I usually do, and like doing a lot of like kind of CrossFit interval training. Like, so I'm getting in. I'm getting in really good shape. I gotta say, but um, good. He's, She's not able to work out with me all the time, you know, and, and, you know, we run out of time and she's exhausted after work. So I think she's feeling like, well, you know, he's getting in better shape than I am and maybe she doesn't feel as, as 
beautiful as you know as sexy as attractive. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm just I don't know what to do to make her feel better. And I, I just I don't want to stop working out. I want to still be fit for her and fit for me. But I feel I feel bad about it. You know. I want, I'm going to ask you a tough question. But do you think you're projecting on her, and that's you who feels that maybe she's not as attractive because she doesn't work out as usual? Oh no! I mean, I, I think she's the most beautiful person I know. I, I, I love her, and I, I, okay. I don't, I don't think that I, this at all. I just know that she, she always laments like, "I wish I could go running with you," or you're, you know, she, she told me like, "Oh, you're, you're going to be in such great shape when this is all over," you know. So I, I don't know. You I, want I to make her feel good? I do. Romance, romance. <laughs> so, what would I do if I were you? I would cook her a wonderful meal. I would uh, prepare a special night together. I would make her feel very special. It's not so much about the workout, Sergio. What I've learned is that you can make you, your, your girlfriend, your wife, or your girlfriend, your partner feel really good by creating an atmosphere, a moment of romance where you pay all the attention to her, cook, candles, music, and go from there. A little moment of softness. I love, I love it. That's a great idea. Now, it is because what is it to be romantic? It's to care for your partner to make them feel at their very best emotionally. That is the definition of romance. Make them feel best emotionally in their skin. And trust me, a romantic dinner, a romantic surprise, a love note on her computer with a post-it, uh, a surprised a little uh, love note in a closet, things like this will make her feel so good and special. Oh, I love it. This is, I'm, write, I'm writing this down. <laughs> okay, good. All right, Sergio. So you know what to do. Good luck to you. Be supportive of each other. And thank you for your call. Thank you. Uh, merci. <laughs> merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Bonsoir. <laughs> well, uh, bonsoir. Let's change gears for the last segment of the show. Question for you. Do you overthink your responses when you're texting someone you really like? Yes? No? We're going to talk about that next. Question for you. Do you overthink your responses when you're texting someone you really like? You know, like, you just want to make a good impression every time. And you just like, you know, you get almost anxious because you want to make sure you text the right thing. You overthink. So I had a poll on my social media. I hope you follow me. It's at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, and I s wanted to know what you thought. So here are the results of your poll. Thank you for voting massively to my question. So 65% of you voted, yes, I get nervous and overthink my responses when I'm texting someone I really like. But 35% of you said, nope, I'm chill, even when I really like somebody. And I'll be honest, I think I overthink my response at the beginning of the relationship because I want to make a good impression. Uh, and then after that, I'm cool. That's the way it goes. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for voting. Have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.